You should do the same for you too. You should have your name written in a little place Hello, in the Bible. And welcome to and, 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 God is the talking to you. Hallelujah. Joseph Amen. We encourage you to the listen apostles, to today's the prophets, message the over pastors, and over again. Your pastors here, so that their the word job of is God not to play guitar, usher, preach, evangelize, feed the homeless. Friends. Their job and is to equip the saints, you guys, to do it. Of your mind. And that's the primary role. We also role. invite Amen. you to visit us online. Their primary role of a minister is to build up the body so they can do the ministry. To edify, says the body of Christ, till we come to the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, a perfect man unto the measure and the stature in the fullness of Christ. In other words, that Christ's body that spread across Calgary would come into its fullness. Amen. We got some dead feet of Jesus in some corporate offices. Jesus' foot is sitting in some office and it's dead. Because the saints that are there, that are, his job is supposed to be his foot, they're not active because they just think the pastor should be doing all the ministry. But when all the saints, the bakers and the candlestick makers and the people in IT and the people that are working at the government offices, when they come into their fullness, into their stature of Christ, you'll see a body of Christ, Christ's body, raise up in a society. And that's why... Canada, post-Christian nation, I found out today, I heard last night, I found out today that Calgary is 1.8% Christian? I said, what? 1.8% Christian? Then we drive past the marijuana shops, and there's hundreds of people lined up. And Sunday morning, I don't see one line anywhere. My church back home, when I first came to my church in Chicago... My first Sunday, I'm like, what the heck are they doing there? People were lined up around the block to get into the church. Matter of fact, they told me that years before that, the fire department came in, the police department, because they wanted to know what's happening that's causing such a crowd on Sunday mornings. What's happening is that the body of Christ was waking up in Chicago. That's what's happening. And on Sunday morning, I can't find a line in Calgary, nowhere. But I can find a line's... Wrapped around the block a mile long for pot. It's time. And the preachers can't do it because the preachers are not called to do it. The preachers are called to disciple the members to do it. Do you hear me? And the responsibility of a disciple is to make disciples. Not to just attend church and clap for the pastor and say, my pastor is so great, I'm so proud of him. But the pastor should be saying, I'm so proud of you. Because what you're doing. Amen. Hallelujah. True prophets multiply prophets. The very first time the word disciple is used in the Bible is in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 16. Isaiah says, seal up the scroll and give it to my disciples. A prophet had disciples. Elijah had disciples. The prophets had the school of prophets. Prophets are to multiply prophets. Apostles should be multiply apostles. Pastors should be raising up pastors in their church. And sheep should be multiplying sheep. Wouldn't that be weird if, you know, your dog had a human baby? Oh, the baby, let's go see the puppies. Ah! There's a human there. That'd be a freak of nature, wouldn't it? 
Sheep supposed to multiply sheep. You want the pastor to build the church? You want to see the pastor go to church? That's not his job. His job is to seek the Lord, bring you fresh manna, and it's your job to begin to make disciples. If you're not making disciples, you're not disciples. Fivefold offices are called to multiply their offices and to train the church to make disciples under them. It's interesting to become a disciple of a rabbi. You were expected to leave your family, leave your job, and to join your rabbi. Did you ever wonder, like, what did Jesus do that, that they would just, like, leave their businesses and just start living with him? You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. If you really think about it from a Western context, the story is quite odd. Like he just said, hey, I saw you under a tree, and then they just leave their wife, their kids, their jobs, and just begin to follow him and like live with him. That seems odd, but that was not odd in the Jewish culture. Because in, 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 in Judaism, a disciple was somebody who left everything, and they lived with their teacher. That's what it meant to be a disciple, to leave everything and to live with your teacher. And they would live with their teacher, the rabbi, 24 hours a day. And they would walk with them place to place, listening to their teachings, listening to their preachings, studying the word of God, discussing and memorizing scriptures, and discussing and taking apart scriptures. The disciples' calling in the Jewish culture was to, let me just say to you as, as the Jews say it, the idea was to cover himself in the dust of the rabbi's feet. To cover themselves in the dust of the rabbi's feet. In the Hebrew, it would mean to powder yourself with the dust of their feet. That means you were supposed to follow behind your pastor so closely that as he would step, the dust that comes up from the ground would fall upon your shoes. That's how close you're supposed to follow Pastor Sam. So close that when he steps, the dust that comes off the carpet lands on your shoes. That's what it means to be a disciple. And we've lost that concept today. 
They followed the rabbi so closely, they was called walking in their dust. Matter of fact, we see Paul in Acts 22, it says he was educated at the what of Gamaliel? He was ed- Come on, where's my Bible scholars at? He was educated where at Gamaliel? At the feet of Gamaliel. Where did, where, did, where did Mary sit? She sat at the feet of Jesus. Because being a disciple means you sat at their feet. You walked so close to their feet that the dust came on your own shoes. That's what it means to really be a disciple. If you continue in my word, then you're my disciple. We don't have a church of disciples anymore. We have a church of all kinds of stuff, but not disciples. Sign of a mature believer is to leave your comfort zone for unbelievers. That's the sign of a mature, a mature believer. People nowadays, they want knowledge and they want sermons and they want teachings and they want revelations, but they don't want discipleship. They, they want to get the newest book, the newest CD, or oh, this pastor over here is preaching this, and we want to come to church and we want to hear a teaching, but we don't want to follow Pastor Sam. We don't want to go and cut his grass and serve him and be by his side and help him out. We don't want to be disciples nowadays. We want to just get information. And this is not what Jesus came to establish. This kind of social club. Let me tell you this. Impartation comes through relationship. Impartation comes through relationship. It truly does. You want an impartation for somebody because you send them an offering? Foolish. I'm going to get an impartation. The, the preachers will say that. Send me an offering and you're going to get my anointing. Get out of here with that. You're a dummy for believing it. You deserve to give your money to that preacher. You're not going to get some impartation because you sent some money. You'll reap a harvest for sowing seed. That's biblical. But you're going to get their anointing? You don't even know them. You don't even know that that guy has three wives in three different countries. And has herpes and syphilis and and smoking weed. You don't even know that, Pastor. But because he has an anointing, you think he has character. Character and anointing have no relationship. Anointing comes by grace. Character comes from discipleship. Amen? One of the things I do when I see some preachers, I don't know what to think. I want to see who's their pastor. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. Who are they under? Who are they affiliated with? Who's who's discipling them? 
Amen. Impartation comes to relationship. People want impartation from people they don't know. And we'll send money to strangers and, and let the pastor go without. Let our local churches have financial struggle while we send money to strangers. Why do we do that? Because you don't know that stranger's character. So you assume that's good ground. But you know how your pastor loses his temper sometimes, you know. And you know how he, you know, maybe always forgets to turn off the light when he leaves the room. Or, you know, you know the peculiarities, the, the weaknesses, the faults of the people close to you. So you devalue them. But you put strangers on pedestals. And that's why we have this perversion. Do you hear me? All charismatics know about healing. All Pentecostals know about healings, but how many of you guys can manifest healings? We all know about healing, but how many of you guys are actually manifesting healings? You're actually able to get sick healed. Very few. And not even get other people who can't even get ourselves healed. But we know about healing. Because to really know something is not knowledge. To really know something is by relationship, is by impartation, and is by discipleship. And if you have that, you'll be able to manifest the things of God. Amen? Amen. True knowing is to be intimately acquainted with. Not having basic knowledge of doctrines and information. A leader, Pastor Samuel liked this, a leader is simply somebody who does what other people don't do. We all should be fasting. We all should be praying. We all should be giving. We all, so who becomes leaders of the church? Simply those who are doing what we're supposed to all be doing. And next you know, this brother has leadership abilities. Why? Just because he's doing the basic things that nobody else is doing. So a leader is simply somebody who's doing what other people should be doing. And that's who we have becoming leaders. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. Am I preaching to anybody here today? Amen. Amen. 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. I could give you some pointless doctrinal information to make you happy, but I think we need to make disciples. Amen. Second Timothy 2.2 2 says this. The things which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men. Say faithful. Faithful men who shall do what? Who should be able to teach others. I'm not supposed to come here and just teach you and go and praise the Lord. I'm supposed to teach you and then you're supposed to get what I taught you and then you're supposed to go teach somebody else. Anything apart from that is not God's system. It's entertainment. It's social club. But this is not what the apostolic fathers established. They established what we teach you, you receive it, and then you go teach it to others. You don't have to be a, 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 you know, some theologian to meet with some other housewife and have a coffee and, and share, with, share with them the things the Lord's been showing you and your church has been teaching. No. Amen? Amen. You're supposed to make disciples if you're truly a disciple. Hallelujah. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? 
now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. The ultimate goal of all ministry is to impart it to others. Not to heal the sick, not to cast out devils, not to, you know, raise support and make your ministry popular. The ultimate goal of ministry is to impart it to others so that they can do it. That's the ultimate goal of all ministry. And unfortunately, that is not the ultimate goal of most ministers. But we're making a correction. We're making sure that we're doing it the right way. And we're preaching it and teaching it the right way. Amen. And that's what we're doing today. Hallelujah. We want to make sure that we're not just having, you know, activities for activity's sake. But we are imparting something that you're going to receive as a faithful servant of God. As a true disciple. And you're going to take it and you're going to disciple others. Remember, the sign of a mature believer is that you carve out of your private schedule time not to go serve in the church. Thank God for those that do. But you carve out time for you to go and minister to non-believers that God has put around you. Neighbors, people you work with, so forth. Amen. Praise the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week. So tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation. Send in a seed. Support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website, nfbeijing.com, forward slash store you could get some of our ministry products cds and we'll be offering the dvds of all these sermons coming soon so go visit us online like us on facebook add our youtube channel where you're going to get a bunch of bonus materials everything that you don't see on the show you're going to get that on the youtube channel and of church at youtube and be blessed and encouraged we love you we want to encourage you to re-dig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what god's going to do in our generation Good.